Thought Bubble Audio. Welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the season five finale of the podcast where we talk to you about the CW's hit show Supergirl. My name is Frank, and joining me for the last time this season is my good friend, Tim. I'm a good friend, and I'm here for the last episode of the season, Frank. Yeah, I'm here on time, and I'm going to wrap up what I need to say the way it was supposed to be said. There you go. You're you're here on time. You're you're a good friend. You're the kind of friend who wouldn't let me die, um, just because another no, Frank, evil bald if, man told you to. If you needed me to make you a suit, I'd do it. Damn, really? I'm not I'm not a tailor, but I would change my name to Taylor and then make you a suit. Wow, Tim Taylor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh man, Home Improvement was a great show. That was a good show. That was a good I, show. Man, I wonder how that I aged. Loved- I wonder if it holds up at all. I don't know. I'm watching Boy Meets World with my wife right now. We've we're doing a Boy Meets World rewatch. Still hilarious. Yeah. Even the even the pilot. It is just so good. And we, but maybe Home Improvement will be our next one. There you go. Yeah. We just did. We just did uh, when Disney Plus launched. I was all excited. I was like, "Yes, Mandalorian and like Star Wars movies and all this stuff." And my wife was like, "Yes, Boy Meets World." So she, <laughs> That's literally the same. <laughs> so she she started she started binge watching it. Uh, yeah, back in like November or whenever Disney Plus launched, and and she wrapped up a, a little while ago. But it was good. It 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 really does hold up. Yep. Yeah, we did Smart Guy first. That's nice. what oh, we. That's were, right. We were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just it's so good, so funny. Oh man, mm-hmm. 90s sitcoms, man. That's what we're gonna do in the in between seasons. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So for those who haven't heard maybe aren't uh, up on the news it does look like supergirl's filming schedule has been pushed back quite a bit and mm-hmm. at, and as have most of the cw shows it looks like um next year's crossover is just going to be between superman and lois which is still moving forward and batwoman mm-hmm. and uh most of the other shows it looks like are going to be not not able to start filming as soon as they had hoped Yes, um, and Supergirl um, is part of that bunch, mostly because of Melissa Benoist's pregnancy and maternity leave thereafter. And there's, you know, that that adds uh, obviously some delays in there. They were hoping to start shooting; they were hoping to already be shooting season six, uh, starting in April, so uh, you know, last month. But mm-hmm. um, obviously, some things had to change because of because of the coronavirus. So um, we're now looking at a much like a year without Supergirl at this point. Yeah, she and Santa Claus have that in common yes now uh um frank i just wanted to i did want to point something out that the crossover that you spoke of the superman and lois and batwoman crossover is going to feature other characters from some of those other shows so even though there's only it's only a two-hour event um kind of like hearkening back to the original arrow flash crossover which is which is pretty cool um you know, you're getting like the CW's original world's finest, and then you're getting a closer approximation to the original world's yeah. finest. So that's pretty nifty. Um, but uh, but uh, the president of the CW said that other sh- other heroes from some of the other shows are slated to also appear in that crossover. Yeah. That's a good. Um, yeah. yeah. So so we might actually see Supergirl a little bit earlier. We don't know if she's going to be a part of that or not. Right. Um, I'm sure they're still figuring some of that out and who who they can get and and. Uh, for how long and, and whatnot. 
Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while without Supergirl having her own show um, for a bit. So, um, you know, obviously during the hiatus, Tim and I, we, we tend to, to hang back a little bit anyway uh, during the, the summer hiatus and stuff. Uh, and and we're, we're still publishing episodes, but not as frequently as we as we normally do. Um, you can expect the same thing here. We, we're, we've got some plans and things that uh, we're, we're talking about doing um, to keep us going through um, until Supergirl does come back. Whenever there's some news to talk about, obviously we'll be back with episodes to talk news. We would love to get emails from all of you. Um, what are your predictions heading into season six? I would love, here's what I would love to do is an entire episode of just listener emails of season six predictions. If, if we can get a, enough season six predictions to fill an entire episode, I would love to do an entire episode of just reading your emails, talking about your theories, Tim and I bouncing ideas around, um, you know, emails and, and frankly, voicemails. If you want to record a voice memo and email it to us at mail at supergirltvtalk.com, we would love to play those on the show as well. Um, so voicemails and emails would be would be fantastic if you want to send those our way. Um, so that's what we're, we're looking at in terms of uh, the, the hiatus, this extended hiatus. Don't really know when it's going to, to end. They didn't they did not uh, speculate on a, on a return date for Supergirl, did they? Uh, no. So the, the only so the CW doesn't have any original programming coming out in the fall, uh, except for the finale of Supernatural because that was already done. Right. Uh, and so, um, so everything that they're showing is stuff from other networks that they've acquired the rights to, like Swamp Thing. They they're going to show it the entirety of the season in the fall. That was from DC Universe and things like that. Um, then all CW shows will start their original programming if all goes according to plan in January. And they're still going to do their original slated 13 to 22 episode runs of those shows. Um, and so maybe they'll do less time off in between some of those episodes. Oh, like, who, who knows? Who knows? Um, and so Superman and Lois is wrapping up on the with 13 episodes. I think it's only supposed to be 13 so it's very possible that we might be seeing Supergirl a year from now, uh, taking the slot of Superman and Lois, and maybe they'll only do a third. Maybe they'll only do a half season for that show, or or, or a little bit shorter um, to kind of bounce back to yeah. like regular programming in the in fall of twenty twenty one. That would be Who actually a, a pretty good arrangement if you had like thirteen episodes of Superman and Lois, and then uh, thirteen episodes of of Supergirl. Um, and if that was like each season going forward, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I, I mean, we've talked about this plenty that sometimes filler episodes kind of hurt the season overall because the arc kind of gets away from kind of gets away from them when you take a little bit too long to build the stakes, and then you know people are in torment. And so sometimes thirteen episodes goes a long way. It's concise um, storytelling. Uh, it really it it can help a show as much as I love you know twenty two hours of characters that I want to see. I, 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 in a lot of ways, for all of shows, actually, this is this goes for everything. I prefer the best story possible with a shorter amount of time. Yeah, because because then it also allows me to enjoy some other shows that I can't watch, you know, because you know you're you're you've committed to other longer longer sources of um, content. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, we're we're assuming it's only going to be or it could be longer than that if they decide you know what let's just wait till september october and get back on the normal schedule they could do that too um so who knows i doubt they'd want to wait quite that long without without new new material but 
Yeah, yeah. anything's act, possible also. It's true, but actors, like, move on. Like, they've got to, you know what I mean? Like, crew's got to move on. So, you know, you can only linger so far before the people behind the scenes are like, I have to get paid. That's right. Like, you know, right. so. Yeah. So, um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. All, all we can say is we'll be here um, in the interim. We'll be popping in to say hi, talking about news, talking about updates, talking about uh, other topics that we have on on uh, we have slated and would really love your season six speculation. That's sort of the if you take one thing away from this, I really would love your season six speculation voicemails and emails. Send them over to mail at Supergirl TV dot com. And we would love to read them and play them here on the show. So um, please, please think about doing that. And we would love to love to uh, to hear from all of you and hopefully do a whole mailbag season six speculation episode. But I think that I think that wraps up uh, all the sort of the news updates uh, for mm-hmm. now, and so why don't we hop into the season finale and let's let's look at some vital stats for uh, season five, episode nineteen, Tim, if you would. Let's do it, as you said, season five, episode nineteen, the season finale of Supergirl, episode title immortal combat which was a great spin on mortal combat obviously great title one of the best i love their pun titles uh story by Derek simon teleplay by emilio ortega and all uh emilio ortega aldrich and nikki holcomb directed by the great david harewood oh yeah indeed frank this is um for for not being the finale in in it this was a good finale yeah for for something that wasn't designed to be it 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 fit the bell the bill pretty well yep there's a there we left off with them we left off with well here's the thing most of the time they wrap up the whole story there aren't stakes at the end of the season at every season you wrap up the story and you're done and that's it and there are still some dangling threads here um but and that that actually just in a lot of ways makes me go but now i really would like to know what's going to happen as opposed to going Cool, you did it. The adventure continues, and I'll see you maybe next time. This this has some like tangible like. Oh, but now I need to know. I need to know what's going to happen. No. Very nineties. Very nineties like, of them. That was a big thing in the nineties. Leave on a, end on a cliffhanger. That's right. Yeah, I mean this this show. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Tim. They usually do. They do wrap things up in the penultimate episode, and then it's the episode after that sort of is the. Uh, epilogue or like it's sort of it the the main you know plot has been finished and there are still a few threads to to wrap up in the in the very very final episode usually um right yeah and- there's still some bad guys to vanquish in a bit but not in the same not in the same way they almost like have dealt with the big thing and now have to go for the personal thing that's right that's right and that's exactly right like the the big bad has been taken care of and now like let's go get justice for you know for our friends or whatever um mm-hmm. And uh, and ending it there without getting that final um, that final satisfaction um, was actually while it wasn't their intent, their original intention, I think worked out really pretty well. Um, and it's it was actually, you know, they, they could have done it that way intentionally and it would have worked. So I, I, I was worried that that it would be sort of a funky ending and we'd have to just sort of shrug it off and be like, well, what can you do? You know, they didn't have a choice. But they mm-hmm. worked it out really well. Yep, yep. I thought I thought. It, well, let's go through the whole episode, yeah, and you know, we'll we'll get there. Um, let's start with that. Was a good bit. 
um, that first good bit, there was a great, um, there was a great um, dolly and then close up on Lex in the glow of kryptonite. Like with it glowing in his eyes and on his face. And the look that John Cryer had on his face, like existential longing and desire and um, supremacy and all this all wrapped up into one. I was like, you're so good. He's so good. I can't. I just can't. Um, And so I I really enjoyed that. That was was primo Lex Luthor to me, and he didn't even say anything. I know. I know. Uh, He didn't need to. Right, like it, it was all in his eyes. It was all there. The the, the green mm-hmm. glow, and uh, and the look in his eyes said it all. It was great. I loved that. That was a, that was a great um, a great shot from from early in the episode. Um, I love that um, Lex has like a magic boutonniere that that protects him from the the Leviathan ship. This it's very it's very fancy of them. <laughs> yeah, very fancy. Um, you know, he likes. Do you think it's like a a neat like? Is it like a little like? Like needle through your clothes, like a pin through your clothes, yeah, kind of thing. That's definitely Surprise. what it was. That you know, Lex means business because he he allowed damage to be done to his clothes. That's right. Yeah, I'd like to point yeah. that out. Uh, I loved the the back and forth with with the um, the Martians pretending to be Supergirl, and Neo was like, "This is just like the beginning of Deathly Hallows." But then Car's like, "Moody and Hedwig died." <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love McGon being like, "Oh, you lost a comrade. I'm so sorry." Yeah, no, it's no. Harry. Pa- Never mind. Never, it's not. Uh, I yeah. I like when WB utilizes their other IPs oh, and talks like I and talks about them that. that way. Yes. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it, I mean. They're allowed to use. They can reference Harry Potter all they want. Like, I'm surprised they reference Star Wars to the extent that they do, but. In a weird way, because WB released the Clone Wars movie, like I wonder if that's like where they can get away with saying yeah. Star Wars because it is Star Wars. It's true. It's true. Um, something like that. But I kind of i I very much enjoy that, and um, because I actually just watched uh, Scoob as much oh, yeah. did uh, like the rest of Twitter, and they're just like references to everything that WB owns nice. in there, nice. which is pretty, which was pretty fun. Nice. That's really fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I enjoyed that. Give me one of your good bits. Um, I loved uh, on on that similar from that same scene. I loved uh, Jean being like, "I can just tell those pants will chafe." And yeah. He's like, "Yep, I was right. <laughs> I was right." Yep, because we've is... seen him be Supergirl before, but never in this uniform. Not since she got the new costume. That's true. So, he's only done the he's only done the tights. He's and... only done the tights and the skirt. So uh, he was apparently like, oh, no. apparently Jean prefers the skirt. I know. <laughs> yeah. It also raises. Actually, I was texting with a friend of the show, Robin, um, and uh, he was he was saying to me. Wait a second. So he can feel the pants chafe. So like, does his when he shape shifts, does he actually like does his skin turn into the or his clothes turn into the fabric? Like I've never really like thought about that before. Like he can feel the chafing if it. Huh. That's funny. Yeah. I well actually I would assume that it does because like I mean, when he transforms into the art like his suit his armor it does offer a, a modicum of protection. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that I hadn't so really thought I, about the specifics of it, but it was a funny thing that, that Robin brought up. Um, that is a great point. Yeah, yeah, thought that was funny. Um, also within that scene, speaking of suits and th- feeling things, we get Alex's super suit. Yes. Uh, and and the quote, oh, it was a scream of delight, which I thought was <laughs> fabulous. So uh, funny. Uh, yes, that was very, very fun. I, I loved that a lot. Um, I also know, I can't, I have to mention this. In that in that sequence, um, they they definitely dropped in a, a, a CG, a computer-generated shot 
of Alex's new suit. Like, like we saw her transform, and then there's a shot of her like from behind where she's like showing it off. Um, and 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 how it's really the the first like full sort of full length shot we get of the suit, and it's clearly like visual effects. It's not an actual shot of to, to my eye anyway. I watched it back a couple times. If you take a closer look at it, there's like this uncanny valley thing where you can tell like, oh wow, they must have like wanted to do a pickup there, but they couldn't because they couldn't get um Kyler back in because of probably because of coronavirus. So they mm. they had the VFX team render a shot of her in the suit um so that was sort of an interesting drop-in shot that happened there um and you wouldn't notice it if you blink you'd miss it but i i just watched it back and so wait a second like the way she's moving looks a little um animated and i i think that's what it is so there's a fun little easter egg if you want to if you want to go back and it's about five minutes into the episode if anyone wants to look yeah. for it i'll go back after we uh i'll go back after we're we're done uh recording that'll be a good a good thing. I like that her suit comes from the hand of the warrior. Mm. I I like that because like she can put it on any literally any time she needs to. It's almost like the Flash's ring. Yeah, that's right. And I guess it works because like the whole suit is a, is a weapon in in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess I guess that's how she's able to 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 have it come from there. Yeah. So I I enjoy that quite a bit on. That line with Alex's suit, I enjoyed her mission impossibling in this episode. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, her upside down gymnastics and whatever else. Like, like it's cool. Like, all of a sudden, Alex like, oh, my God, you're seeing her do more than, like, strut cool inside the DEO. You know, because she hasn't, like, been able to do, like, field stuff in that's a couple right. of seasons, really. Um, so it was cool to be like, oh yeah, Alex, you're very good at what you do. I know. I'm glad we got to see that, that side of her. I, I, I always love getting to see like the balanced, you know, both sides of Alex where she's a doctor and she's super smart and she's a great leader, but she's also like a kick-ass field agent. And I love it. I love when we get to see her apply both of those things. I do. I do too. She really is one of the, the best original characters that has graced the Arrowverse. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. She's great. She's really, really Mm -hmm. great. Um, I had a question. Yes. When Jean and Dreamer find Ramakan, right? So Jean as Supergirl is with Dreamer and they find mm-hmm. Ramakan. He like immediately <laughs> is like, aha, we found you. Look, I'm not Supergirl. I'm really Martian Manhunter. I'm like, why wouldn't you let it? Why would you just give it away that quickly? Like the whole point was to make a distraction. Why would you give it like show, show your cards quickly? <laughs> That's actually a great point, Frank. I think that would I think that would actually go under the category of why was that a decision? You know what? That's right. That yeah. Is a, why was that a decision? You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That is a but that's a great point, <laughs> saying, which I did not think like, about. Like at least at least fake it for like a minute or two until you know Kara is like where she needs to be, and then be like, ha ha, reveal. I'm not really super. I don't know. That was just yeah. That's so strange. <laughs> it seemed like an odd choice to me. It's but not hey. like it's not like it was like costing you money, like C- like CG or anything. <laughs> like it's just the actress. So I don't know. Great question. <laughs> great question. Um, great character moment. Um, when Lena and Kara are going into L Corp to make um the suit, the new kryptonite suit. I really liked that Lena was like, All right, let's go. And she almost reaches for Kara's hand and decides against it and pulls back. Yes. It's like she's so close and it's like a blink and you miss it moment. Like you really have to be watching for it. Oh, Twitter and didn't it was... miss it. No, Twitter did not miss it. No. But um um but Twitter watches intently. That's right. So, um, so I I enjoyed that. That was a very good character moment from Katie McGrath. Great character moment. Agreed. Fully agree. That was when they're getting off the bus, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Love Yeah, that. that's the one. That was a good moment. That was definitely a good bit. Definitely. Um, another good bit when Alex is on the phone with Kelly and they're finding out about Eve Tessmacher still being in the picture and all this stuff. And Kara listens on the phone from across the room and Alex is just like, hey, no superheroing. <laughs> that was good. There was very good this Danvers sister dynamic yeah. in this episode, yes. uh, which I actually really liked because it was actually one of my good bits was like Lena standing at like a medium shot in front of the character with Kara and Alex behind her, like in the, in the background um, and Lena's in the foreground. And she has this like existential look of longing on her face um, while the sisters are like, okay, be careful. Hug, you know, like, and all this like stuff that they usually do because it's like a slap in the face to Lena who just had it out with her brother in the previous episode, just like a few hours ago for Lena. And like, she'll never have with her sibling, what they have. What these two have. And, and they're like, they're like both, like both sets are not related by blood. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, they're both adopted. Yeah. Like Lena and Kara are adopted siblings, but, but she'll, but Lena will never have what, what um what Alex and, and Kara have it's pretty extraordinary. That's a really great observation. Yeah, that's so true. It's so true. They'll ne- she'll never have that. And and yeah, I'm sh- that's that's what she's longing for. Yeah, and it hurts her. It, it like hurts. actually hurts her. I, Katie, I, this is one of my. It's like a good bit, but a general statement that Katie McGrath is. This episode in particular was really good about owning the frame of like whatever she's in. Like this whole episode, she was like meek. Like, she did this, like, really shrunken, sad, I want to crawl into a hole and die kind of thing. And we've never seen Lena like that before, ever. She seems so diminished and, like, a shadow of herself. But she's still able to dominate the frame, whether she's being sheepish or not. And she has, like, a really good energy on screen. It's good because normally... We see her like owning the room, whatever room she's in, she owns it. And this is really the first time where she's like, she's literally eaten humble pie. Yes. And it's, it's, it was really good. It's, I, she like wins today's, I think she wins today's episodes, uh, today's episode. Mm, like she, MVP. she was, the, yeah, MVP of the episode. Yeah, she yeah. did a great job. I'd, uh, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. It is, it is the first time she's really been knocked back on her heels and she has to, she is humbled. Because she was like riding high this like most of this season really like mm-hmm. ever since she decided to get her revenge on Kara, um, she's been sort of on top of the world. She had, had her brother backing her. She all these things were working out the way she wanted them mm-hmm. to, and now she's really had to stop and recollect everything. You know? Yeah. Crazy good. All right, uh, give me another one. So another one. Um, I love how into Alex's new suit Kelly is. <laughs> she's like. Mm, it's a shame we have to get right down to business. <laughs> yeah, I did. my girlfriend's cool. Yeah, I really, yeah, I, I did, enjoy, I did, I really did. I also enjoyed just them doing a thing together. Yeah, like, and I hope there's more of that next season. I love that that Kelly inspired Alex um, to suit up and do that. I um, I love that that they got to work together and partner together, and that Kelly got to come in and be the tech support. Um, sort of a pseudo person in the chair type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love to see that dynamic um, flower and, and uh, uh, you know, bloom more next season. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. And I just, I just love it. It was kind of it was a cute like relationship moment between the two of them where, where she was sort of like, oh, man, you you look hot in that. Damn. I want to. OK. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. we have we have a job to do, but like, hmm. Yeah. But later. <laughs> later. Yeah. <laughs> later. 
Uh, can you I wear enjoyed... that tonight? Can you wear that later, please? <laughs> yeah. If we make it out of this, don't take that. Yeah. 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 Um, I liked the arrival of Kara's kryptonite suit. Yeah. You know how it flies in. And I really like the way that the camera moves where she like rises up with the frame yeah. and pivots. And like it was very it was a cool doll. It was a cool crane shot. Really cool shot. Um, yeah. I even uh, love the I shot like that. right before that when the suit actually like arrives to her, comes to her, and she's like just starts smiling because she knows what's about to happen. Like mm-hmm. she's 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 in pain on the ground, kryptonite, you know, the, the the green shining through her veins and everything. And then she just starts to smile, and it's probably the only time we've ever seen her smile while she's while she's being attacked by kryptonite because she knows that the suit is, is here and she's gonna be good in a second. Yep. And that Lena came through for her. Lip and it worked. It was really cool. I think that's also like it's a good like I save you, you save me, I save you, you save me kind of thing. Like she she was there for her when she needed it was it was good stuff. Absolutely. Um, along that line, along that line, thunderclap, baby. I good, love a good use of super strength in an interesting way. Yes. I enjoyed I enjoyed Thunderclap. She didn't seem totally upset that she probably killed them at first. She's like, they died. Oh, well. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kara. Yeah. Be a little remorseful. Right. You sociopath. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was it was fine. It was fine when, when, mm-hmm. when it was good, though, that they did. I, I actually now that you say it that way, it was good that they did it that way because it showed very quickly that, OK, we can fight these people all day and we're never going to be we're never going to defeat them. Like there's no they're going to just keep going until they kill us. So clearly we need to go to plan B. So that right. that's like that's what they figured out from that. Um, and, and they needed to find it out that way. They needed to, like, attempt to kill them and then find that it didn't work for it for them to realize, OK. This is just never going to happen. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's true. She was sort of like, "Oh, weird." Instead of being like, "Oh no, I've killed someone." Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like, "Oh no, they're dead." Hey, did oh, you love no. uh, Lex's TV ad for uh, the Unity Festival and how dystopian it was? Oh yeah, Come, totally. Of the corn, let us all sing together. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't it let though? Let us hold hands around the globe and sing Kumbaya. Come honestly, I'm Lex Luthor. Luther. Uh, honestly, Frank, I have to tell you, I was a little disappointed in the Uni- Unity Festival because Macy Gray wasn't there. I-, I know, man, and I was really, really looking forward to her. Like super looking forward to her. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I don't, I don't know what happened. I feel like I was sold a bill of goods. That's all I can say. I know Green Goblin didn't attack though, so you know things, things, did, things did work out. Um, I loved Magan's. I recommend the Chacos line <laughs> to Nia because Martians do love their Oreo knockoffs. That's so right. That's very good. Very good. That was good. Uh, give me one of your next good bits. Lena and Alex at the same time saying, if anyone can do it, it's you. Yes. Very good. Kara trying to figure out whether or not she can convince two billion people to log off of Obsidian at the same time. And the two of them in unison in perfect lockstep saying, if anyone can do it, it's you. And then and then shooting each other a look when they realize that they just... And I think Alex even says jinx. Oh, does she? I, I miss so. that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. She, uh, she's easier to she she forgives faster apparently. Um, which uh, I right before that actually was one of my good bits where um, Nia says, "Hope you got one of your classic hope speeches handy." I know, <laughs> like, so true. I just like that. Like, yo, you could do it. And like, she's like, I, you know, I'm kind of running out of like people like things to be hopeful about here. <laughs> you know, like I can only say things so many times. Uh, good stuff. 
Um, I have three more. I don't okay. know how, how many you I got a couple have. more, yeah. Okay. Uh, I like a lot Lex referring to Brainy as the Kaluan. Uh, oh, yeah, that was good. Which was cool. That's like, that just felt very comic book to me. Where it's like, he he knows. He knows what you are. He know, you know what I mean? And he's angry, but he's not angry. Right. You know? But I just, I like that. I He doesn't even, like, give him the honor of saying, like, Brainy or Brainiac Five, right? Whatever. He's just a species. He's, He's just, just an alien. Yes, but that speaks so to like Lex's whole thing. He hates anybody who's not human, right? It's like it's just like when he goes the Kryptonian. It's yes. the same thing. He's like same Ugh. thing. Yeah, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that too. But good connection. I didn't think about that. All, all I didn't connect all the dots there. I like that. All three of the dots, if you will. Oh, oh, that was good, Brainy, nice. Brainiac. Nice. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, go ahead. Um, I, I do. You already mentioned. You already mentioned the uh, the hope speech, and uh, it was very reminiscent of, of the season one finale, um, to me, where she went on TV and was mm-hmm. like, "Everyone, if we think positive thoughts at the same time, we can beat the enemy." Yay! <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you say it like that, it like really diminishes. The... Okay, I didn't mean it as sassy as it sounded, but um... oh, that was great! Everyone, think. Happy thoughts, everyone. everyone. And, and you can fly like me, Peter Pe- Supergirl. Right. Like, <laughs> clap. Yeah. Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I didn't mean it that way. What I, what I did mean when, well, though was I do think it's um, – I did think it was sort of fun that – first that Obsidian got to 2 billion users as quickly as it did. Like think about how long it took Facebook to get to a billion. Like it took them I don't know how many years. Um, right. And, and you didn't have to buy a piece of hardware to get there. Um, so, so Obsidian gets to 2 billion users and then everyone all logged off at the same time voluntarily forever because Supergirl was so inspiring that they were all like, you know what? Yeah, no, this is bad. This is Supergirl is right. This technology bad. Mm. There is a dark side to the tech. Oh, there sure is. Yeah, actually, that is my one example from the Storytime Village. It says, Kara teaches everyone that technology is bad. Good yep. job. That's, yep, I the mean, end. that's the truth. Yeah. Um, I, Gemma's, I thought Gemma's non-human look, we've talked about this before, um, but like her fully fledged, this is what I look like. Look, Superman 3, baby, it's horrifying. Full Superman 3. That was it's a like, reference. That was, At this point, it wasn't a coincidence or like you couldn't even argue that was a full-on reference to Superman 3 at this point. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so, so horrifying. It's like a, a split. It, it's like a mix between the Superman 3 villain look and um, it's like a mix between that and um, uh, fully automated uh, Cerebro from the X-Men comics. Yes. It's yes. Like a ro- That's exactly what she looks like. That's so spot on. Spot on. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's a it's a one hundred percent. It's even if it's what she looks like in the comics, it's a ref, the comics referenced it first. It's, like it has a, to, it's a reference. It has to be. Yeah. Anyway, sure. um, I have one last good bit. I don't know about you. I've got one more too. <gasps> Is it the same one? I don't know. You tell okay. me. We'll say them at the same time. One, two, three. Lex and Lillian uh, team up. Oh yeah, we had the same. one. No, I didn't have that one. No, um, oh, okay. actually, I did have that one written down, but. Uh, but yes, Lex and Lena. Do you think it's going to be like Super Kara and Lena versus Lex and Lena next season? I hope. Well, so here's the thing: that wasn't originally supposed to be the finale, right? That's supposed to be the, the yeah. The that last was episode the, would have been right. So, so they can do in a way whatever 
whatever they want now with that with that scheme. So I would love I would love Lena fully kind of rejecting like she has rejected Lex, but now she needs to work to stop Lex and the woman who made him that way. Yeah. You know, yep. so I think that it, like she like she actually has a bit. We talked about like what is there for Lena to do. This is this is kind of what Lena needs to do. She needs to. This is like almost her act of penance, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. You you know she needs to she needs to help stop the family that she was that she's a part of. I think that's that's pretty cool. And I Lillian's a great character, so I would love to see Lex and Lillian team up. And honestly, I'd love to see Lex like just like being the bad guy. Like you know what I mean? Not like I mean you can like obviously like the world will still love him for all of this and stuff like that because there won't be a way to like track this to him exactly because this was all part of his plan. Um, right. But I I think that just front and center, Lex is the bad guy of season six. Just, you know what I mean? Just do it. Yeah. Just I'm, just do it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, I did have that one down, but the last one I wanted to discuss, I wanted to save this one for last. I think the... The big takeaway, the lesson to be learned from all of this is no matter what earth you're on, no matter what year it is, never get between Eve Tessmacher and her mom. No kidding. <laughs> wow. It's always, I didn't e- always it's, her mom. I didn't even connect. That's a Superman one thing yes. until you just said that. But but Lex, my mom lives in Hackensack. Yes, right? exactly. Oh, shoot. That's great. <laughs> it's always Eve Tessmacher and her mom. So never, ever, 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 if you ever listen to me, you listening to me right now, yes, you, never get between Eve Tessmacher and her mom because bad things always happen. The future of the human race always depends on it. Don't do it. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. I spoke on. Good. That That's so true. So true. Um, I have one. I have no Professor Comics corner. I should say there really wasn't anything in here to to merit a Professor Comics. But um, I do have one. Why was that a decision? Mm-hmm. And I, I, Alex, we've talked about Alex's suit. I like it. Um, I need to know. I don't like the face paint. I don't oh, like the, okay. the heavy mascara. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it hides her identity. I mean, obviously, yeah. it doesn't. It's literally just Alex with heavy mascara. I, I'll agree with you on that. She needs a mask or something, right? Like. Uh... She she needs something to hide it because it's, right now it's not really hiding it. You're right about that. Nope. I just it's just very like yeah it's Alex in a hood and right. I mean like at, I felt like that CW didn't you learn from Arrow that like the grease paint is not not the best way to go um, or didn't you learn from Black Canary on Smallville that the face paint oh, is yeah. not the right way to go you know it's just like it takes so long like it just feel like it's like that's like a time consuming thing I know. <laughs> And then, like, there's a part of me that says, "All right, all right, the hand, like, the hand of the warrior, like, it, 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 it that's, it, that's really one of its skills. It, it applies like makeup <laughs> to your face. Like, I'll, I'll believe clothes. Like, I'll believe that it can form a bazooka out of nothing and like whatever. But makeup, makeup on your face feels <laughs> like a stretch. 
<laughs> I know. Well, I guess if it's just it's it's her imagination. It's uh, yeah, but no, I don't. It's uh, how is makeup a weapon? Like the costume could be a weapon if it's like armor. Like I could you could you could talk that you could talk me into that being part of the weapon because it's armor or whatever. But the makeup, yeah, I do have to kind of draw the line at makeup. <laughs> I draw the line at makeup. Yeah. It's not like she could take off the mascara and it's like a sharp little like. I don't know, like exacto knife blade that she can fling <laughs> a at mascara battering, like <laughs> yeah, right. It's just yeah. So yeah, um, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a mask. Um, yeah. I'm hoping this was just future. like the first draft of her costume, right? That she she hadn't she hasn't worked all the bugs out yet, and that the next time we see her in it, yeah, it's gonna be the, the a more a more complete costume, maybe with with yeah, not with a uh, not with yeah the <laughs> mascara, the makeup. Uh, yeah. But you're right, that does that does not. I don't hurry her identity at all. <laughs> nope, it sure it sure doesn't. And so and that was kind of the point. And so like and I don't even I'm not upset that she doesn't have like a like a character name yet, you know what I mean? Like oh yeah, code, no, that's fine. code name is the other part of the identity hiding. And I'm like, that's fine. You know, like you come to that on your own time, whether you know it's something new to the show or a different character from the comics or something or it's Guardian again or whatever. It could be a lot of different things, but no. Put him put on a mask. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Or wear glasses like Kara does, you know? Like, yeah. You know, I had, I kind of had that thought. Although a superhero with glasses might be a little just impractical. Oh, sure. I mean, I, I meant when she was Alex oh, Danvers, yeah, yeah, yeah. attorney yeah. at large or whatever she's going to do for, <laughs> with her time, you know? Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, I, but you know, like she really could like even have like, like actually, she could just do like a, the glasses look, like the Hawkeye, you know, like just put on a pair of glasses. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, that hides your face. So, but anyway, you do the job. She's gonna wear a socially distance. She's gonna wear a social distance mask. Yes, that's what she's gonna do. That works. That works too. That works mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah. I mean, between that and the uh, why did uh, Jean turn back into Supergirl as soon as he met? Ramakant. Same with Megan, actually, because she was also being Supergirl. Yep, right away. And then mm-hmm. as soon as the other element bender, which, by the way, made me think of Avatar The Last Avatar, Airbender. Avatar The Last Airbender. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. But uh, when the other element bender showed up, you know, they she also undisguised, her, undisguised herself really quickly. So um, why was that a decision, too? I don't know. Who can say? Um, who knows? Who knows? Uh, anyway, let us let us let us get into Storytime Village. Um, over reliance on technology and the dark side of tech. Car teaches everyone technology is bad. Good job, Car. At the end, yeah. Okay, we, we wrapped up that theme. We did it, everyone. We wrapped um, it right up. She not that technology is bad. Obviously, we're you know we're poking fun, you know. But the the over reliance on it, you know, like you have to accept the things that are in front of you. Yes. Sorry. The, the, there is um, a dark side to it if you take it too far. Yes. So they wrapped the see that's why I like I actually it's really within the themes that I was like, wow, you really did wrap up like the season's themes like you did it because that's always like the benchmark, you know, of like, how good is this finale? Like, did you wrap up the story? And this really did wrap up the story. Yeah. Apart from a few tiny cliffhangers. Right. Um, so so secrets and trust in there used for good and evil. Um, so let's talk about Kara first. Kara is we talked about last episode that like it would be very hypocritical of Kara to tell Lena to get out and leave and you know like all this stuff and so she accepts her in but Kara quote doesn't want to talk about the past even though Lena is trying to spill her guts 
I think this is kind of cold on Kara's part because she is one that preaches forgiveness and like all this stuff. But then when it comes time to actually do it, she's not very good at following her own advice. This is true. And I don't disagree with you about that, that that at first flush she didn't. But she did. She did. Yes. This is the yes. This is the good. Right. This hope. But it it she realizes what she has to do in the middle of her hope speech. Right. 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 That's right. You know, like. You know, you she could see it on her face. Like she's like, I'm also culpable to like everything that you're all doing. So even though that, even though she's she's not like diving into tech to hide from her feelings, she's diving into herself or her work or like other things to you know to do the same thing. And so, like the the worldwide hope speech is a great coalition or coalition of her journey with yeah. Lena, all of it. Yeah, that was that was very good. That was very well done. I very thought. well done. I mean, I down to her down to her saying like, um, you know, like if you're coming to me for absolution, you're not, you're not going to get it here. Like like right. Uh, just just saying like I am not I am not ready to forgive yet. And <clears throat> you're right. It was the hope speech, but it was also like Lena at at the start of the episode. Lena was essentially was apologizing and was 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 using all the right words but but mm-hmm. by the end of the episode she's done it with her actions she's built the kryptonite suit she's she's literally said like if you want to get to super early you have to come through me like she's done all the right things and proved it with her she's put her life on the line um and right. it actually reminded me very much of the 100th episode in all the different scenarios where supergirl and mixie were trying to figure out how they could you know change the world and there was the one scenario where Lena literally like like shows up and she is uh, they're like out in the field and she's she's there and she's like putting her life on the line for for car. I guess that happened a couple times that episode, but it reminded me of that mm-hmm. one in particular where she was literally like it's between you have to come through me. And she does that in this episode. Right. She literally says like she puts her life on the line for Supergirl. And I think it was Kara has her epiphany when she's giving the speech. But it's also that now Lena has put her money where her mouth is and it's it's not just talk it's not like there's less i could see Kara being worried that like what if this is a, a lie what if you're still working with your brother or whatever but now she's proven that she is like team supergirl um mm-hmm. and that she's on the side of you know truth and justice um yep. and so by doing that with her actions as well as her words now Kara is more willing to forgive I, I i see that and i i appreciate you know what the the, the weight that that carries Yes, I I agree with all of that. You also see it when she protects Kara's identity from William. Yes. Oh, that was a good one. That was such mm-hmm. a good one. Sticking yeah. on her feet like that. That was great. Yeah, she she because everything that Kara says to her in her like, do you ever stop to think that I was like protecting you by not telling you? Right. This thing like, you know, yes, I should have probably told you earlier, but you know, this was all in favor of you not getting hurt. Like my friends are getting hurt right now because they know my secret. So like and so um, so for for Lena to kind of she actually like challenges she actually challenges all of Kara's points in this episode, like you said, right? You know, like so everything that Kara says, this is why I didn't tell you Lena's kind of able to jump in on all of those things and show her actions that like through her actions that she did she did wrong, but she also is able to step up to what Kara was afraid. Of yes. her, like afraid of her force, so so, so like Car is able to see that she was wrong, and that Lena is like 
was also and Lena knows that she's right. So it, it like it really all works together. It w- works really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. On Lena and that final um, scene with Andrea, um, Lena's relationship with Andrea at the end mirrors Lena and Kara's relationship, right? Because um, you know Lena and Andrea are these friends, like they're these these long friends, and they're like, "I trusted you, and you have to trust me now." And like, um, you know, you've had the secret from me, and I didn't tell you, and it's like this whole kind of like second tiered relationship, um, and it also tracks. Lena's arc through the season where she kind of like was in this dark place and now by the end like she the beginning of the season she's like I'm gonna hurt Kara and Supergirl and by the end she's literally standing in front of like you know a kryptonite spear right like you know like you gotta like you said you gotta go through me so like she it is a complete reversal of the beginning of the season um so that good stuff really good stuff really really good stuff yeah Lo- love to see the way that that, that arc happened and they were able to wrap it up mm-hmm. um speaking of um wrapping up Lee, uh eve also turns over this new leaf right you know after mm. she shoots william of course um so uh you know like don't stand in the way of her mom or anything like that but she does she does kind of re- reject like the path that she has been set on by Leviathan. I think it's funny that William was like, you're not a killer. But the first thing we see Eve do this, like real Eve do the season is like kill a guy. I know <laughs> the bad. Yeah. You're not a killer. And I'm like, Oh well... no, but she is. She's actually an assassin. Um, but only so when her mom is threatened. Right. When she's good at it. She's good. At um, it. so, um, so I, that was actually a good bit. I, I didn't write it down and I forgot, but I, I like that. Carl was like, I can cauterize the wound. And he's like, do it. And then she starts. He's like, no, don't do it. Yeah, I know. Well done. <laughs> She's like, well, I did already. But you're a baby. So whatever. Um, So, yeah. So that's good. That's all secrets and secrets and trust. And uh, Brainy's arc kind of wraps into that, into Shades of Villainy. So we'll talk about Brainy next. Um, So Brainy's mission of, like, full secrecy causes him to become the sacrificial lamb, right? Where... You know, it was all into the point of saving the saving the world and like his friends and everything, but that kind of backfired on him, and so he's like, he starts this season alone, and he kind of ends it alone, or at least not this season, but this um new Earth, like you know this yeah, this rebooted yeah. Earth, you know, and so, and he does it, he does it on his own, but he's then just he's just being used by Lex. Like he did exactly what Lex wanted him to do, which was cold as, as usual, Lex Luthor anticipating someone's moves, anticipating when they will betray him and, and using that to his advantage, like all, all of this stuff, masterminded. Mm-hmm. It was quite interesting. Cause like it didn't work out exactly like Lex thought. He's like, I really didn't think that you were going to kill yourself. But that's fine with me. Yeah. Doesn't He's like, really I don't really care me. if you live or die. I knew you'd betray knew... me. Didn't think you'd, you'd risk your own life to do it. Right. I knew you'd shrink them. That's what I needed you to do. That's fine. Good for you. So, but I, I think that, like, Brainy's, like, learned his lesson about secrecy, right? And about, like, 
having to become or work with part of villainy to do something good. And it doesn't end in a good place for him. And Brainy's solo road kind of opens up Nia's understanding of her own coldness towards him, where she's like, I told you that I would always be there for you, but I, I guess I'm not because you're, you're terrible now, I guess. Um, and so she, she's not necessarily culpable yeah. in like his actions, but, um, but she certainly she certainly has been as cold to him as he has been to her. That's true. And I think that, I think that, um, she kind of saw some of that. So this is really where the cliffhanger bit is really like, and like, Oh, is Brainy going to make it or not? Yes. Like, yeah. Oh no. Like, yeah. I mean, he probably is like, I'm not, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but still it is, it is a factor. It is a factor in the, uh, in the cliffhanger. I loved, I loved having, um, you know the Jesse female Brainy act, yeah, Ma- yeah. Megan Rath back. Megan Rath, yeah. Um, Jesse is regular. Oh um, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Right, re- regular. Um, I like that too, but I I thought that it was talk about solo road. So the person that he calls to him to like be with him and comfort him, like as he's dying, is himself. That's right. Is a version yeah, of himself. That's like, true. That is a little funky, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's funky in that, like, he really does feel ostracized from everybody else. Yeah. So even though he does that, like, he he sacrifices himself to save his friends, but they won't know that. Like, right now, they don't know that. Right. You know, that they know that he cares about them so deeply that he was going to kill himself to save them. Because he really does it to save them. He doesn't do it to save the world. Mm. That's right. Yeah, he, he does says, it really I'm for says, I'm going yeah. to save my friends. Um, And so, uh, so... His story, his story's not totally resolved yet, but like, it didn't work out the way he he thought. It is interesting in a lot of ways that that Lex is smarter than Brainy here. Like he outmatched him. I don't know if that really tracks as mm. a comic fan. Yeah, you know. um, that's fair. Um, I think we talked about we touched on it briefly last week, like the twelfth level intelligence. Um, versus... does not mean twelfth level street smarts. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But it does mean that he should be able to sort of anticipate the chess moves. You know what I mean? Like he, he, sh- you would think, or at least in comics, that's often how how it's portrayed. That like maybe he's not street smart, but he can think ahead and see like, ah, but if you do this, you're I'm you know if I do this, you're gonna do that, and I can I can plan this many moves ahead usually. But I guess this is a different take on Brainy, and it, it- is a take that is trying. It's almost like like Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation, where he's trying to become more human in in a sense, right? Um, and so maybe because of that, he's sort of setting that aside and I don't know. Uh, Part of it is that, but also I think I remember from last season, I think it's Brainy that says like, I can't predict what Lex is going to do. He's just chaos because he adapts so quickly. Yeah, that's right. And he did say that. You're right. And so, and so I think, so like he can only do, he can only do so much, but because Lex doesn't really set, he's not like, okay, I'm going to play chess this way. He's going to play it every way. And he's going to move on whatever advantage he has, even if that completely changes his strategy and his end goal, because his end goal is so broad that his end goal is really like kill the Kryptonians or right, right. world power. You know what I mean? Like it's world domination. Like, right. It's not. It's not so specific that he needs one particular thing. So like at the beginning of his plan, like he's like, oh, I knew you would shrink the the immortals and all that stuff. Like that might not have been his original ultimate goal, but it doesn't. But it doesn't matter because that's but he can work with what he has now right and so i think that i i think that's like brexit uh, brex 
Um, I was just combined Brainiac and Lex. Um, <laughs> so that's fine. Uh, just like that end of that Justice League Unlimited episode. Brexit yeah. is long in the past at this um, point. That's not in the news anymore. Um, that was a long time ago. <laughs> no one's talking about Brexit anymore. That's old news. Um, oh, there's no there's no integrity of journalism in this. There's no integrity of journalism because William was there, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that did did that one did that theme really get wrapped up? No, it really wasn't a like it wasn't really a staple of this season. Um, truly, it it was really more of a um like sometimes they did it, sometimes they didn't. It started that way with Andrea, but really it didn't really go anywhere That's after right. the crisis. It like kind because Andrea's focus then became it was real. The focus was Obsidian and not Catco. Like she just happened to also own Catco and like that and that and that was that. It is too bad. Um, the that re- reporter Kara always sort of takes a back seat, um, mm-hmm. even when they they try in earnest to say like, no, this season there's going to be more of a uh, journalism storyline, and then I feel like they always sort of feel like, yeah, but the the Supergirl storyline is more fun, so we're just going to focus on that instead. Um, and it's I don't know, it, it was, to a certain degree, it's it makes me a little a little sad because I love I love the reporter stuff. I think that's some of the most interesting aspects of Superman mm-hmm. and of Supergirl, um, in the versions where she's a reporter. And um, yeah, you I, know, wish, I, I wish think, they could they could give it a little more focus. But um, yeah, I think in the limited time that you kind of have, though, it. I yeah. think like the CW the version of these shows, they choose super heroics over their daytime jobs, right? Yeah, so, like, right. The Flash isn't about Barry Allen, forensic scientist, who's also The Flash. That's right. It's about The Flash and Barry Allen, who's also a forensic scientist. And, like, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, was really about Lois and Clark reporters, and he was also Superman. That's right. Right? Yeah. So, like, that's so it's like the lens that you want to take the direction of the show. And so I think journalism is always going to take a backseat. Yeah, to, that's fair. To, the, to, to these shows. It's just not... It it's, is just not the. It's not the main focus, and, and it, no, yeah, it, it won't be. You're you're right about that. You're right about that for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, I guess that 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 was just sort of a, you know, season five A, let's say the first half of the season, uh, mm-hmm. theme, and in you know five B, second half, it didn't really come in as strong. No, it didn't. But that's okay. That's you okay. know, what? I'll say that it could have wrapped up all its themes because Andrea probably. Is going to be a better human being now, or something? Yeah. Like, who knows? That was interesting, Andrea, um, suiting up uh, towards the end there because she felt that she had to. Um, yeah, I. She was definitely a character that they didn't know what to do with at certain points. They kind of had a broad. They always had like this broad spectrum of like, okay, what do we go here? This is the outline of the show. This is what we're going to do, and we need to hire these different actors to come in and like play these parts. But then their ideas change, and then they don't really have anything for those actors to do. Yeah, that that is something of a pattern. Where like they they def they clearly have like the whiteboard right that that sketches out what her character arc will be, and they they cast her, and then either the story changes, or they realize that like okay, but this is the story that this character will 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 go on over the course of the whole season, but maybe there's going to be a lot of episodes that they're not going to be in, or they're not going to be as instrumental in. Um, and it doesn't feel quite as maybe as mm-hmm. strong as they had hoped it would be. Um, yeah. But I do you think she sticks around, or do you think that she leaves? I think she leaves. Honestly, I that she's a she's a one and done kind of character. If but we'll... I, 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 I think, but I don't. I don't think that, well, I mean, 
she bought CatCo. It's Kelly's job. It's like there's a couple of things tied to it, but I don't really know like what purpose she serves. Right. Moving moving forward. There's nothing you couldn't undo, though. Right. Like Kelly can find another job. I think it'd be interesting if Lex bought CatCo. Yes, that would be interesting. That would, or you know, what would be also interesting itself is that Kara leaves Catco. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because the the only really she's the only one there. Well, I right. guess Nia's there. Actually, Nia's there. You know, but yeah, Nia's yeah. there. But you know, like, but if they branched out and did like their own news source, you know, or you know, I think that that has more potential because then they can just cover the stories that they want without feeling the need to um feeling the need to like adhere to the rules of whatever um whatever new publisher that they have and and you know all all that kind of stuff at the same time i mean like none of these people like apparently need to actually like earn money to live oh, so no. no no that's they uh they just live in gorgeous apartments that they pay for somehow right exactly all of them all of so them. I don't know if it's necessary. That's true. I do think it would be cool to that to that end. It would be cool to see Kara, um, like just just starting her own blog or something, and just covering the stories that she wants to cover that like a publisher wouldn't let her cover. You know, that's right. Um, they did that in the Superman comics a couple of years yes, ago, they where did. Clark left the Daily Planet and he did his own. They, that's what that's what gave me the idea. Yeah, um, I was that. Maybe that was in the. Uh, miniseries that um, Max um... oh shoot uh, the guy who did the uh, the oh shoot yeah I know who you're talking Death about Superman video Max yeah um... Max. Oh, man I I've never forgotten his name before Landis uh, Max Landis wow a couple weeks ago on Beer with Geeks I forgot Chris Hemsworth's name and now I forgot Max Landis um... well one of them is okay to forget <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, but yeah, I feel like that might that may have been out of the miniseries, the Superman miniseries he did, you know, three four years ago. The blog mm. thing. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, it could work if they, if they wanted to not really focus on journalism and stuff anymore. You know, does William stick around? Yeah, I wonder about him too. Um, there definitely is a potential for him to stick around. I mean, he's started to enmesh himself with the friend group. Clearly, Kara is you know sort of into him whether they decide to pursue that or not um i don't i don't know i kind of like i kind of like kara not being in a relationship if i'm being honest um because it i i i don't feel like she needs to be like sure i want her to be happy and, and everything mm -hmm. but i don't feel like it's a necessity for the show um i'm perfectly happy with you know with her just being the best version of herself that she can be on her own. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I am too. I can I can work it both ways. Yeah. I just want it to feel natural. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. You know, Clubby, you know, this is weird, but, you know, like, Felicity and Oliver on Arrow was natural. You know, they didn't, they, she, that was not the intention of introducing Felicity onto that show. Nope. That was the intention of introducing Laurel, uh, Laurel right. onto that show. And that went in a completely, it spun in a completely different direction, and the show felt organic because of it. Yes. Um, and I think that there's something to be learned from there. Like, let it just be what it is. 
Yes. And, you know, but, you know, in The Flash, I mean, it's different with, like, say, like, The Flash because, like, Iris and Barry are the couple. They are married, like, in the comics. they That is who they – or they have been – Right. That is, you know, it's just like Lois and Clark, you know, that's that's the couple, you know, so but like mm-hmm. for characters like Supergirl, just let it let it organically come to pass with whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I I totally agree is I, I want it to feel natural. I want it to feel organic. And um, if they if they come to a story that does feel natural, and organic for for Kara to be in a relationship, um, then I'm all for it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just don't want it to feel like it's being forced in, a, in any way or like it's it's being it's being pulled in that direction yeah bring back monel just saying <laughs> no i don't know it it's certainly um this was a much more satisfying end to a season than we could have hoped for under the circumstances and i'm very very happy about that me too i am too um there's something real fun about ending the show with the lex luther theme yeah that's very like oh it's gonna something <laughs> to be continued oh uh, yeah baby so all right well we'll see what happens but you're right there's no trailer tv talk and that pretty much wraps up the show and we'll talk about our predictions for season six yes at another time at another time so Frank, where can the people find us? People can find us by emailing us or sending us a voice memo at mail at supergirltvtalk.com. We would love to get your predictions on season six, your thoughts, your speculation, um, your your wish list, um, people you'd love to see cast in the show, characters you'd love to see return or come for the first time, any of that. We'd love to hear it from you, uh, whether it's in an email, whether it's in a, a voicemail you want to email to us. Mail at supergirltvtalk.com. You can um, support us on Patreon. Um, times are obviously tough, but if you've got a buck or two a month you want to throw at us to help us keep the show going, um, you can do that at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Uh, Thought Bubble Audio is the name of our network where this and lots of other shows are, are available. So you can you can do that at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Um, and if you can't uh, shoot us a couple bucks, what you can do is leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or anywhere that you uh, listen to podcasts. That helps us tremendously, especially as we head into hiatus here. Um, it helps us to continue to get discovered by other Supergirl fans. Um, you know, the more ratings and reviews we have, um, the higher we pop up in the search when people search for Supergirl um, on those various apps, especially Apple Podcasts. Um, so please leave us a rating or review there. It only takes a minute. And also uh, find our website, SupergirlTVTalk.com, where all of our episodes are archives and you can get all the show notes for every episode and see all the links to uh, all the references that we're making and things like that uh you can find the rest of the network as i mentioned at thoughtbubbleaudio.com um other shows there like supergirl um well like supergirl tv talk but uh like metropolis podcast and uh like super superman and lois tv talk and like read up and like academy rewind and lots of other shows that we have going on there um so be sure to check those out as well um follow us on twitter at tv supergirl and instagram supergirl tv talk um i think that covers all of the bases if i'm not very much mistaken uh if you want more of me and tim uh, check us out at beer with geeks uh it's our podcast where we uh drink beer and talk about geeky topics every week uh, and you can follow me on twitter at frank ramblings and tim where they where can they find you on twitter they can find me at timothy pg 13 all right 
think that that wraps it up. So we're, we're, we are going to take a break uh, for uh, several weeks here, but we will be back. Uh, so don't unsubscribe just yet. We have more tricks up our sleeve for the um, for the hiatus. We will be coming back with season six predictions and speculation. We want to hear your predictions and speculation, and we have some other uh, fun treats for the hiatus as well. So we will catch you real soon. Well, I guess I wasn't sure if you wanted me to say anything else because normally you say, Up, up and away!